Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. Exciting days that we're living in right now as a church and uh, this year we grow. You ready? This year we grow. Who's, who's ever had a, a 12-year-old child in their house? 12, 10, 12, 14, you know, and they're like, I'm, I'm hurting. I'm in pain. You know, my joints, my muscles, what are they, growing pains? Growing pains. Now they're all like 18 feet tall, you know. <laughs> Most of the kids I meet, like, what is that? Growing pains. And we declare growth and we declare this is our year of growth and who knows, there's going to be a little pain attached to that, amen? But don't worry, just like you told your kids, it's okay, it's growing pains. It's okay, you're growing, you're growing, you're getting taller, you're getting taller, that's exciting, that's exciting. You know, we spoke last week about some foundational things to grow as a believer, to build with trust and faith and strength, and uh, I mentioned one thing last week that I've noticed, you know, that the last few years has taught us that we weren't as strong as we thought we were. We weren't as strong as we thought we were, and that can never be tested until something like a pandemic comes along and disrupts our routine. It disrupts where, where we're comfortable. It shakes us a bit, and of course, you know, sadly, some have shrunk back in their faith because of that. But now, this is the good news, we have the value of hindsight. So, you know, we might have had some cracks before. We might have had some weaknesses. We maybe weren't as strong as that. We know that now. Now we build strength. Now we build strength so that if in down the track, we have another pandemic, another crisis, another situation happens, we're stronger. We're stronger than ever before. Amen. Haggai 2.9 says, The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. That's a promise. That's a promise. This, form, this, this house that we're in right now is going to be far greater than the former. Far greater than the former. And I love the redemptive heart of God. There's always an opportunity in God to turn things around. Amen? Always. I don't know where you are today, how low you feel or, or, or where you're at, you know, but it's, it's not hopeless if you add God to the equation. There is always an opportunity to turn it for good. He loves it. All you've got to do is say, and... The journey begins. Say yes and the journey begins. And uh, it's up to you. Let's turn to uh, Ezekiel 47 verse 1. It says, The man brought me back to the entrance of the temple and I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple towards the east, for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. And this is where we begin to 
to grow. This is where the journey begins. It says, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. You know, sometimes we've got to be taken back to the beginning. We've got to be taken back to the beginning. And I love that because it's a brand new start. It's a brand new start. You know, it doesn't matter if you've been at highway for, for decades or you're here for the first time today. Welcome. This puts us all on the same page. From here today, we grow. We grow. And um, I love that. We grow. We, we step through the door and we grow. And, I, you know, I honestly sense the presence of God over this season. Over this season we're in. I've passed it a long time. I, I've learned to understand the seasons. And this season... I tell you what, God's all over it. God's all over it. Let's understand some things about growth today. Number one, you've got to step into it. You've got to step into it. Verse one there, it says, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. We know that in Scripture, a doorway or an entrance or a threshold all speak about stepping into something new. Stepping into something new. When you step into a new environment, you leave the old environment outside. You need to hear that this morning. That's why Jesus said you must be born again. What does that mean? That means a new life. The old life is outside now. You know, he said in, in Revelation 3.20, here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. I mean, this is commonly used as a salvational scripture, but it's much more than that. It's much more than that. It's an, it's an ongoing opportunity to invite the presence of God into your life. An ongoing opportunity to hear that knocking, to hear that knocking, to open the door. In other words, you're stepping into it, stepping into something new, stepping into the opportunity that God is presenting to you today. Invite that presence in and live a deeper relationship with God. It's a destiny changer. It's a destiny changer. You know, I, I remember when I was uh, uh, in 1994, About October or November, all I know, I was in Canada and it was freezing. It was freezing. It wasn't Aussie cold. It wasn't Queensland cold. It was freezing. And uh, I, I went to, to a conference over there and um, I was in this meeting where there were 3,000 people in this meeting. And there was like an altar call, you know, that they have and, and you go to the altar. And, you know, I'm down the altar and I'm telling you, I saw God move in ways... I'd never imagined. Freaked me out. It freaked me out. And, and the, the manifestations of the presence of God was all over this building. And I'm standing at the altar and I don't feel a thing. I'm like an observer. You know, I'm not in the game. I'm an observer and I'm looking around. I'm thinking, flip, what the heck is this? Never seen anything like it. I looked across and there was a pastor friend of mine, Steve Kennedy, 
And he looked at me and I looked at him. We're both standing there like, what do you do? And we sort of caught eyes and said, well, we've flown all this way. <laughs> so, we, so we dived on the floor. We just literally dived on the floor and thought, well, that's, we're, we're in. We're diving into this, whatever it is. And laying there, nothing happened, and then God moved. And then God moved. I was pinned to that floor for over an hour. I couldn't move. I tried to get up. I couldn't move. It was like I was stuck to that carpet. And the Spirit of God touched my life in such a, a, a powerful way. I got up and I, I went back to my hotel room and I rung Annie back in Australia and I was tears in my eyes. I said, I, I said look, I, I don't know what all this is about, but we've got to do something for God. We've got to do something full-time for God. I can't, I can't not do this. And, um, and then, of course, later they offered us highway, didn't they? They said, we're going to plant a church in Ormo. Do you want to do it? We said, oh, okay, we're in. You've got to step into it. You've got to step into it. And we believe that, you know, God has brought each of us to this church to the doorway of opportunity. You're not here by chance. You're not here by a good idea this morning. There's a destiny on your life. There is a destiny on your life. And this season is going to open it up. And, uh, and this is our time. This is our time and it's our destiny in God to, to step into it, to make that decision. If you look at that board on the way in, you know that board? Um, sorry to the people at home. They've just... They're having an ad break. Uh, uh, you stay with me. <laughs> Is that all right? The camera's gone. They're cheap. Don't worry, they're cheap. <laughs> if you look at that board coming in today, people at home can't see it anyway, so. Look at that board coming in. It's just the last 10 years. And if you look at that and read and have a look at the journey over the last 10 years, you'll see we've gone from word of the Lord to word of the Lord. From word of the Lord to word of the Lord. This is not a man formula. This is not a marketing strategy. This is the word of the Lord to the word of the Lord. And 10 years, it's brought us to today. It's brought us to this opportunity in God. And the challenge upon every person sitting here today is will you step into it? Will you step into it? Are you over? Are you over just, you know, same-o, same-o? Are you over just, you know, attending and being faithful and, and, and you know, just doing that? Do you want more? Is what we're saying. Well, this is the season. This is the open door. This is the opportunity if you step into it. If you step into it. That's exciting because I tell you, number two, it begins in the house. It begins in the house. Back in verse one, it says, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. The temple, the flow started in the temple. The disciples, you know, um, understood this. They, when, they, when they encountered Jesus, they knew, whoa. When he walked along and said, follow me, Follow me. They, they just, there was something that they stepped into it and said yes. 
It begins in the house. The flow of life that was coming out from under the threshold of the temple. It came from the altar and it flowed out into the surrounding areas and it brought life everywhere it went. Read Ezekiel 47. It just goes out and out and and life and abundance begins to grow from the flow that comes from the temple. And I've got to tell you, church, it's the individual responsibility of every believer on the planet the individual responsibility of every believer on the, on the planet. We are called the carriers of the flow of life. Carriers of the flow of life into the world wherever we go. It's not a Sunday deal. We live this stuff. Christianity, we live this stuff. Every day, every person, every, every connection, every opportunity that comes, there's a flow of life. When, when you've been in the temple, when you understand the flow, when you've stepped into it, everywhere you go, there's a flow of life that comes from you. So powerful. It begins in the house. And there's never been a more important time for the church to be totally active. To be totally active than in the day in which we're living in. You know, the pendulum has swung way too far away from biblical foundations. The, the very moral, biblical foundation that built societies, the pendulum has swung way, 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 way. And we've got to bring it back. We've got to bring it back. And a strong church has an amazing impact for righteousness in our community. You know, I said on Wednesday night, um, and Wednesday night prayer meeting that we had here, and I encourage you, when they're on, come on. It was just awesome. It was just awesome. And, and I shared that in 19, uh, the early 80s, I, can't, I think it was 82, um, I was just a brand new believer. I got born again in 1980, so I wasn't down, the, I had no church experience before that whatsoever. I was 25 years old when I, you know, so I'd lived a fair bit of, the not so good side of life, and God found me. And uh, I didn't know a lot of this church stuff, seriously. I, I, they put me out in the Sunday school. I learnt more than the kids. <laughs> the kids knew more than me. I knew absolutely nothing. And then one day I had this vision, and, and it was a cow. And the milk was, was flowing and off to the nation's. This milk from the cow was flowing off to the nations. And the Lord spoke to me. And he said, if the cow gets sick, the milk stops. And I, I didn't even understand it. I thought, what the heck's that all about, a cow? I got no idea what that was. I know today it's the church. It's the church. You keep the, the church healthy and the flow of life that comes from the temple, the flow of life goes out to nations and lives are changed. Lives are changed. It's so powerful. We have to get this and understand that, that we are a large part of that. Together we have a, a responsibility before God to keep the church healthy. That means we come not, not just to attend, 
but to contribute to the wellness of the church. Contribute to the health of the church. See, 1 Peter 1, 4 and 5 says, as you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Don't just attend. Don't just attend. Be a contributor to the health of highway. Be a contributor to the health so that life can flow out into our world. You know, I, I, on that board you'll see a lot. On the board you'll see a lot of the flow, a lot of the lives that have been changed just over 10 years. You can multiply that. You can multiply that. Why a healthy church gives off life begins in the house. Make the house a priority. Make the house a priority. We live in such an age where it's, it's all about, you know, um, what works for me. And yet, I don't see that example in Jesus' life. The number one thing that sticks out to me in the life of Jesus Christ was sacrifice. The one thing that made the difference to all humanity for every generation was his sacrifice. Not what was good for him. And it's a word we don't hear often because it's not popular in our culture. Like, you know, we, we sort of want to, you know, don't just attend, be a contributor to the health of the church, for the flow of life into the world. And number three, the biggest challenge of all is that you, you must see it. You must see it. Verse one again, it says, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple towards the east. He saw it. And then as the man took him further in the revelation that, that was unfolding, he began to see, he began to see bigger and bigger and bigger. And it was a river and, and there was life on the banks and there were trees and there were fish and there were people living and it was, it was a whole, you know, great expanse of the potential that God has for each single believer if they can see it. If you can see it today, you know, you don't, you don't need much to see, just eyes and a spirit. You've got to see it. The disciples asked Jesus that question, you know, why, why he spoke to the people in parables. And he answered them in Matthew 13, 13. He said, those seeing, they do not see. In other words, you have eyes, but you still don't see it. You don't see it. Through hearing, they do not hear or understand. In other words, there's this separation between those who would follow Christ and the crowd. See, to the crowd, he spoke in parables because they didn't see it. But to the disciples, 
He unfolded it so they saw it. I've always found the key to success. I've always found that the key to success is that you must see what others don't see and you must do what others won't do. That is so powerful. You've got to see what others don't see. Do you know, I have a heart for this house. And I can walk through that foyer and see rubbish on the floor that 50 other people don't see. Why? Because this house is important to me. I see that bit of paper. I see that hurting person. You with me? I see the need. I see the lights left on. (laughs) Came in Friday morning, the auditorium's lit up like Christmas. I come in at seven o'clock, it's lit up like Christmas. I go turn them off. People must get sick of me. They must think there's those automatic lights around the place. You know, when you walk, they come on, and when you walk off, they go off. No, that's me. (laughs) That's me. Why? Because I value this place. I see it, I see the potential. I hate waste. I hate waste financially and I hate waste in people's lives. People with gifts and strengths and abilities that God has given them to fulfill their destiny and they're wasting it. They're wasting it. Why? Because they don't see it. They don't see it. Major part of growth this year will be in the faith realm. Hebrews 11.6 says, And without faith it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to Him must do my bit, and it's a sacrifice. Yeah, but you know what? There's an incredible reward that comes for that sacrifice. You know, it's, it's not wasted. Nothing is wasted in God. The divider between the disciple and the crowd. I want us to step out in faith this year like never before. Start to see like never before. Start to see with the eyes of faith like never before. Start to read the Word, but, but you know, read it, but seeing the mind of Christ in it. See yourself in that picture. See yourself in that temple where the, the man with the withered hand and It's made whole right before your very eyes. See it. See it. You know, the one thing that keeps me rock solid in God is that I have seen so much of what God has done. I just can't deny it. Even on my worst day, (laughs) I have a few of those. Even on my worst day, I can't deny what God has done. I can't deny the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God. And all I can do is trust Him. 
and go, God, I don't understand this next step. I don't understand, you know, uh, what, what's going to happen when I make that decision, but I know it's you. I'm going to make that. I trust you. I trust you. And because I trust you, I step out in faith. And I believe you. I've seen too much. And I think one of the biggest regrets I have in life is that I didn't see more and go after it. That there was much more I could have seen and gone after it in faith. And you know why that's important? Because when you see something in faith of of your God destiny and you step out in that, lives are changed. I'm wondering how many missed missed that God opportunity because I didn't see it. I didn't step out. This is our doorway of opportunity this year. This year. But you've got to step into it. You've got to make a decision. You've got to go, you know what, I'm in. I sense this. I don't understand it, but I'm in. I'm in. I'm making God my priority this year. My priority. And then plant yourself in the house. Plant yourself in the house. Don't be a once a month Christian. Plant yourself in the house. Lean, lean into every message, every word. Lean into it. Grab a hold of what God is doing. The flow of the Spirit that's coming from the temple that's going out into the highways and byways through your heart and see lives changed. What an opportunity, folks. What an opportunity that God has given us, but you've got to see it. You've got to see it. The eyes of faith. You do this this year, you will grow like no other year in your Christian walk. You will grow, you will, you will mature. And you know what? When a, when a storm comes, you'll laugh at it. You'll laugh at it. You'll stand there on the rock and say, is that all you got? I'm bigger than that. I'm bigger than that. My God is bigger than that. The flow of God through my life that's flowing from my heart is bigger than that. You can't knock me down. I will not shrink back. I know what I believe. I'm living it. Your faith will grow so strong that nothing will shake you. And that's my prayer for you. That's my dream for you. That whatever you're facing will melt before you because you're so connected with our amazing, wonderful, wonderful God. And you'll learn, He won't won't let you have a free run, you'll learn, but that's the pains. That's the stretching pains and they're good. They're good, amen? Let me pray for you. Father, right now, Lord, I'm so thankful for your Word into our hearts. I'm so thankful for this season that you've got us in this opportunity, this open doorway, this threshold to step into it. The greater purpose, the greater plan, the destiny, Almighty God, that you have for me, that you have for each one of us. 
And Lord, we're not missing this. We're not missing this. There's nothing that can distract us from this. We're in and we're yours. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand this morning. Thanks, team. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.